Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode two of the Tickle Me Comedy Club podcast. Uh, I'm Isaac Israel, and I'm here with my partner... Dylan Dillagaff. Yes, and uh, this episode of the Tickle Me Comedy Club podcast was sponsored by... Blue Zone Comedy Tour. Yes, and so um, we are here uh, for another episode, and we are in the middle of the pandemic still. We're in the middle of protests. We're in the middle of, uh, of uh, riots, and, 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 Las, and we're here in Las Vegas. We are at the um, Freshwater Studios, right down the street from Allegiant Stadium, the new uh, Raider Stadium, and uh, 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 right near Mandalay Bay. So we are excited to be using this, uh, this venue. Uh, we will be having a com uh, three com uh, six comedy shows here next week, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock, uh, on all three days, uh, 8, 8 and 10 p.m. And uh, you could find tickets for that show at TickleMeComedy.com. And folks, we are so excited today because we have two of the top comedians in Las Vegas and in the United States and in the world here today. And we're so happy, happy, happy to have them here. We have, uh, we have David Lee, originally from Hawaii. He's a regular on the Strip, uh, uh, regular around town. Hello, I'm David Lee. <laughs> and <laughs> obviously, <laughs> and we have I'm Nick. And we have Nikki Carr here, finalist on Last Comic Standing. She's uh, performed at the Apollo Theater. Uh, Martin Lawrence, First Amendment, the, the credits go on and on Man. and on. Uh, welcome, Nikki. Thank you for Thank making you. it. Thank you. It's very hot. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so let's get into it. Uh, what do you, you want to talk well, about tonight? So I wanted to talk to Nikki for a second. You know, I, I'm in my mobility scooter. <clears throat> I got eliminated from last comic standing. I, I didn't do it. I, I know. You're eliminated because you're sitting. Is that yeah. what you're trying to I say? I couldn't couldn't be in last comic standing. But welcome. I'm well, is your thing funny? Oh heck yeah! Well, if it's funny, you should have made it. Oh, I know. That's what I exactly exactly <laughs> what I said. <laughs> Fell on deaf ears. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> and David, how are you? I haven't seen you for a while. Yeah, you know, I've been locked up at home for three months. Three months? Yeah, yeah. Like everyone else. Did you learn any, anything at home? Did you get all the closets cleaned out? And... No, actually, uh, I've been in the closet for a while. I finally came out, and uh, <laughs> I'm just chilling. Just chilling. It's great to have you guys here. This is our second podcast, and um, I think we're, we're having a lot of fun. The whole premise of our podcast is just to kind of sit around and talk and, and just have a good time. I mean, we're not, we're not pressured to, to be funny or anything. We just want to learn about com comedians, have you learn a little bit about us, about Tickle Me Entertainment, about Blue Zone Comedy Tour, and, and we'll just go. It's, we have no script, and it's just all freewheeling. So yep. off to you, Isaac. So... Um... What, I, what we really want to know is uh, how comedians are dealing with, you know, the pandemic and, you know, what's been happening recently with the, pro with the, uh, with the protests. I mean, you know, comics are dealing, it, dealing with this in different ways, and we just uh, wanted to know how, you, how both of you were dealing with it. Well... I was sad at first, but then when I joined the looting, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, I know, 
Everybody's yeah, getting yeah. new Timmy's butt bags. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like they're going into Louis Vuitton. We need to we need yeah. to get we need to get some of those purses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've been doing good with the pandemic and just so you know, I came here, look, I'm old and shit and I got diabetes and this is going on, they going on, and I haven't gotten sick, so if I leave here and get so much as a sniffle. <laughs> <laughs> There's no coughing allowed. Don't fart. Don't do none of that stuff. <laughs> because I came here in good health, and I'm gonna leave that way. Have you been tested? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty clean. Yeah, the herpes is gone. He's <laughs> <laughs> okay. no longer COVID and herpes. So, so I'm glad. But yeah, no, I'm doing good. Everybody's doing good. I watch too much news. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you should not watch the news if you're a comedian. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I can't help it. Yep. It's yep. on when I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. It's on when I wake up. Yeah. It's probably on right now. Is it on right now? <laughs> it's on. It's on. on right now on the phone. Yep. yep. She watches the news constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Three I'm different you. screens. I'm with you. I've got to stop watching the news, too. It's, it's why? It's depressing. Why are we watching it? I know, right? I'm a comedian. I know. What is there to joke about? Well, it's too soon to make jokes about some stuff. Well, but there's funny stuff out there. It's just, you got to time it right. You think so? Oh, yeah. I mean, three or four months from now. you we'll got to be really, really careful. Oh, I know. You know, I'm a native New Yorker. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not funny. I know, right? That's funny. Well, it's funny. Yeah, but it's funny. But it's funny. That's too soon. Yeah. I want to go back home again. I want to get jumped. How long have you been here? How long have I been here since last time I came? Yeah. Do you like it? What's your favorite thing to do in Vegas besides comedy? Besides what? Besides comedy. Oh, uh, comedy. That's it. I like the karaoke scene too. Yeah. Nikki <laughs> has an incredible voice, and she's so humble about it. But uh, you know, you you know those people like you go to a karaoke place. And, you know, you have these average singers, and then all of a sudden someone comes out of nowhere, and you're like, that person should be on America's Got Talent or something. Oh, yeah. That's Nikki. That's what Nikki does. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the people who appreciate good singing, like, they always, like, applaud her after, after the, really? uh, you know, the karaoke and stuff. And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, yeah, I'm with her. You know? <laughs> so, so, Isaac, maybe in one of our follow-on podcasts, we could get a little demo from her. Yeah. Wait, why not now? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you want to sing a little acapella? Acapella! <laughs> <laughs> how about you, David? How, how have you been like handling all of this? I mean, how's your psyche been? All that stuff. Uh, I'm not too worried about co- uh, the coronavirus or anything, because I'm pretty sure I had it back in January, so you're safe. Everybody keeps saying Yeah, it. yeah, I had but it. I saw you. <laughs> what? Yeah, you did. <laughs> and you didn't die, so you're yeah, good. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably immune for the rest of the year, I suppose. And um, uh, as far as my mental state, um, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 it was like her. I was sad. I was kind of depressed. I fell into some kind of depression. And then someone asked if I wanted to do a Zoom show. Have you done any Zoom shows? Yeah. It's, it, it, it's, it's, a, weird, it's a weird concept at first. But then when I got into it, like it was, it was a fitness group, so I knew that I could make them laugh. But the cool thing about it was I had my jokes right underneath the camera, so, <laughs> so I was able to do forty minutes of nonstop laughter. I was like, "You're yes. cheating!" <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was awesome. I wish I could do that. I didn't, I didn't wear pants. When I did. 
So wait, Nikki, what did you do? Did you put notes on the computer screen too when you did no, yours? No, I didn't even do material because it was just so like... Weird. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, like everything that's happening is just so crazy right now. So it is. Yeah. I did a Zoom. About it. I did a Zoom show a few weeks ago. I did the same thing. I had, I had cue cards underneath the monitor. And it was great because then you don't have to really think about what your next thing is. You just look and it's right yeah. there. It's awesome. You can just keep on going. Exactly. Cool. And I'm not wearing pants right now. No. Are you sure? You're supposed to be wearing pants. Wow. Dylan, what are you doing? All right. So, yeah, I had the same experience. Um, there were actually audience members um, and comedians on the Zoom podcast yep. that I did. So, oh, yeah. yeah, that was... Um, yeah, I did one with audience members yeah. popping in and stuff. It's not right. supposed to go like that. Yeah, popping in, popping but, out. Yeah. There's no way to do a set. <laughs> right. so, a chick was on the toilet. Oh yeah. wow! 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 So you, could you see everyone I on the screen? See the people as they spoke. They popped in. Oh, that's mm-hmm. annoying. See yeah. what they did for me was they they highlighted me, so I was the only one on the screen the entire time. I couldn't see anybody. It was right. great. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why I didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, some people know how to do it. Some people need to go to Zoom school. Yeah. My fiance has Zoom school. That's and good. now she is a zoomologist. She must be fast. She's good. Yeah. So, so what's um, what are you planning during this transition phase? What are you, what are your plans for the rest of the year? Like, man, it's up to the world, right, David? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I have. Don't a, ask me. Ask. I heard we mm. might go back into phase one again. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm I'm, yeah. And if that happens. I'm just going to die. I don't care. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm just going to phase out yeah. if that happens. What it is, though, everybody no make their own shows, man. You know, yeah. Be yeah. consistent, be interesting, be hilarious, be original. I mean, have you seen some of those reality shows? I mean, do you guys That's like them? I like the Gap Against? I mean, you know? be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you Terry know? Bradshaw's got, got a... a, a show coming out it's mm-hmm. called the Bradshaws mm-hmm. and uh, the reality show I, I can hardly wait to see that I think he's a very funny guy mm-hmm. I, I'm seeing I, I think it's going to be a great show mm-hmm. the Bradshaws I don't know when it starts or anything but it ought to be a blast I'm going to start a reality show yeah, yeah. Dylan are you just saying that because his daughters are hot is that why is that what you're saying <laughs> I don't know are they <laughs> I didn't notice <laughs> he's got three daughters kind of like Petticoat Junction remember that yep yeah three daughters so, um, so do you? So do you have any um, shows coming up? Yeah, yours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much yours. yours, yours <laughs> the yeah. yeah, the interesting. If you want to add no, three more thing. shows? Let me get to the first one. Night first, and see if I can take it. Because, oh my goodness! Here's here's the thing. It's weird. So the comedy club gets a bunch of calls last weekend, and I'm like, you know, the club's closed. So I sent them to another comedy club downtown. And then I te- and these are paying customers, right? Tourists and locals. So I texted, um, I texted the producer, and he's like, "Listen, we're closed because of the protests." And so, and the phone kept ringing off the hook. Then I realized that there are tourists and there are locals here that want to go out. They're dying to go out, but there's no shows out there for them. 
And so that's why, you know, we... But that's the problem. See, they're dying to go out. You said it. I don't want to be dying to do no jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying to go out. <laughs> but, so... <laughs> but, like, here in Vegas, like, you'll go to, you go to the Strip, and it's going to be packed this weekend, and nobody's wearing a mask. Hardly anybody's wearing a mask. Um, my friends were at uh, Mandalay Bay. They were at the Wynn, and it's like there was no virus. Like, there are lots of people there at the hotels, and very few people wearing masks. Yeah. I, saw, I saw a photo of a girl on the ground at the hotel, like, passed out. I was like, yes, we're back to normal. Yes, <laughs> life is good. We're back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you say there's a lot of people in masks. You want me to go or not? <laughs> no, you you get and your you. This in front of my in front of my lady, she's gonna be like, you know, you're not going. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Well, no, it's not. Obviously, it's not going to be on the strip. We are off the strip and. There's free parking and stuff like that. We will put. We have a special bubble that we will put you in, Nikki, okay, and so you could perform in the bubble. Wonderful. And so no, no COVID could attack you. Oh, <laughs> like one of those big hamster balls. <laughs> that big COVID. Oh yeah, anti-COVID <laughs> hamster ball. I mean, do you think? Do you think um, comedians out there are um, getting into bed? Like mental state or getting depressed or just, uh, yes. you know, are they in a, what's happening to comedians that are out there that are normally touring and performing? They're growing up without loves. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's complicated. Man. There was such a wonderful love affair. You know, I make you feel good, you make you feel bad. I don't even know you. Man. Yeah. We feel so good. And then now, you go back. Yep. Don't touch me. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like put your mask on when you laugh. Yeah, it's like saying someone telling you, you know, let's let's break it off for a little while. Yeah. And you don't know when the end is. Yeah, what do I do? Or, I or do anything. Yeah. We were doing so well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Brave and, and it'll never yeah. be the same. Oh, it's a whole new world. My my twelve year old grandson came to me the other day and he, he was telling me that he's got a girlfriend and he got to first base with her. And I'm thinking, uh oh, what does that mean? He goes, well, yeah. I said, I got to first base. I go, well, what's first base? He goes, I untied her mask. That's the new first base. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so it's a whole new rating system out there. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think for me it started off as with depression, and then after, after that it just, I, I started looking around like, I, I feel like some shit's going to happen. Can I say shit? Yeah. I feel like some shit's going to happen. <laughs> and uh, people are going to start... I mean, shit did happen, riots and looting and stuff, but I'm worried that they're going to come to the uh, the uh, suburbs, and, 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 and that's why I have swords. Like, I've become homicidal in my mind, ready to cut some heads off when people come to my house and fuck shit up. With a sword? With a sword. I have yeah, yeah. four swords, two samurai swords <laughs> and two ninja swords. Dave tried to get a gun, and they were sold out at Walmart, so he bought swords, like yeah. katanas. yeah. Yeah. Like he thinks he's Donatello and the Teenage Mutant Leonardo, Ninja Turtles. Man. Oh, Leonardo, yeah. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've become so emboldened and ready. I'm like, you never think you're going to kill somebody. But after so long of being isolated, you know what? Let's go. I think we should be. 
Yeah. If I was the FedEx driver, I want to see that videotape that for me, the sort of thing. Oh, I have I have two episodes of me being a samurai. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just a subtle, subtle uh, way to let people know I've got swords. <laughs> yeah. First I thought he said swords. I was like, why did you stay in the bed? All the time? <laughs> <laughs> I got swords and I'm not scared of you. <laughs> oh, swords. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think that like a lot of comedians... I mean, like the stages, the stages are life, right? So you're taking away the lifeline. That's what's happening, right? You're taking That's away the lifeline. You made my boo all ugly, put masks on, all I can see is an eyeball right now. Yeah, you ever try smiling at someone with a mask on? You feel stupid. You can't, you, all you can see is their eyes. Yeah, I'm like, why am I smiling? You gotta do smiles. <laughs> I'm just gonna squint. <laughs> 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 or take a sharp one. Draw, <laughs> draw a smile on your mask. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I mean, the the viewers know um, what they see from the bios that we put up on the podcast about you guys. But do you, is there is there something you want to sh- share uh, to the audience about yourself that they don't know from your podcast or? Who you are, how you got into comedy, or anything like that? Oh, he's passing <laughs> it off to Nikki first. <laughs> what the, what is, that? is this a poker game? I don't know. Can't pass. I don't know what, what anything people people want to know about me. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm, I, I, I still I still I, st- I still like to bodybuild. I'm getting back into that. Um, you sure. like to bodybuild? I like to do that. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. Show your muscles. I see his muscles. <laughs> what the hell is that, dude? <laughs> it's an ab. <laughs> one ab. One. one okay, ab. it took me a while to get that one. I'm going to get another one soon. I call mine a cake. <laughs> Six pack. That was a cake. <laughs> yeah. What about you? What about me? Yeah. Mine doesn't have a name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> oh, what am I doing? I'm just chilling. Yeah. I'm just chilling. You know? Yeah. Getting in my family. And, uh, it's hard to concentrate on comedy with so much going on, seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Like, and uh, I'm, I'm black. You know? What? I know. <laughs> so that's even more like, here we go again, some more black stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my God. <laughs> Are you going to talk about it on stage, Nikki? Mm, I'm going to be black when I'm on stage. <laughs> no, but about the protests and the riots and, and Black Lives Matter and all that stuff. Are black you going to talk about it? Always matter. We've always been super valuable. Do you know how much a slave used to cost? How much, <laughs> how much a slave used to cost? <laughs> how much a slave used to cost? We've <laughs> always been valuable. In today's dollars. In today's dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just want stuff to get cleaned up when my grandkids are about to, you know? Yeah. Come on. Yep, yep, right. That's an interesting... You're looking at me like, you're 57, you had 57 years to fix this, and you did nothing. It's not that I didn't do nothing. I thought something was being done, you know? <laughs> and you're doing your own thing your own way. I'm doing my own thing. You know? You're doing your own thing I'm your own way every single night. 
when you're on stage. Yeah, we're uniting people. people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you do comedy clubs, you see someone standing in a MAGA hat next to a black family, and then everybody's laughing. I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And especially on social media, everyone's fighting. Everyone's fighting. I know, not at all. <laughs> so I posted, like, I, I found something that, 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 that it's a picture of a beach that says Mexico is getting ready for the tourists. And, but, but it was, it wasn't Mexico, it was Waikiki. <laughs> and it brought everyone together. People that would, would have fought with each other were laughing at the same thing. And I was like, yes, finally, some unity. <laughs> and then someone brings in Trump. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh. Trump's never been to Hawaii. Like, like <laughs> it is terrible. It is so terrible right now. So let's get it together, man. I, I agree. Uh-huh. Yeah, we it's we gotta unify. We don't need to to, to separate. And I think I think comedy's the way to do it. It is. As you said earlier, you have people sitting in mega ads, you have black people, you have brown people. Everybody. And they're there for one reason, that's to laugh. And that's, that's our true. job is to make them laugh. That's right. right? That's right. And it gives, getting smacked in the face. Mm-hmm. Still That's right. <laughs> even if even if we get heckled, we're still making them laugh. Aren't exactly. We? That's right. I like it. Yeah. Don't heckle. Don't heckle. Yeah. Yeah. You know the the, the 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 tough thing right now is you know comedy clubs aren't open, so there isn't that underground dialogue that we usually give to the public, right? Like when things like this happen, like there's like so the underground dialogue becomes social media. I don't even know what this. Is. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I can't wait to see what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm not sure if There's comedy's going to be the same. Part, yeah. Mask. I mean, what's going to happen? What is this going to be like? And can we still make fun of ourselves? Yeah. Will yeah. that still be politically correct? Yeah. To do that. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Is comedy going to be safe? Well, I'm not going to be too hard on myself. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I mean, the great thing is that stand-up comedians are able to talk about both sides so people don't know where they really lean, right? Or they're able to be neutral so no one really knows where they're leaning, right? And then they're able to get the issues out there and laugh at the issues and laugh at, like, uh, people's stubborn opinions, Right. Because of the way that the, the comedian crafts the joke. Well, I believe I lean toward the majority with the fact that I'm scared. <laughs> I am scared of everybody, everything. You need a samurai. I need a samurai. <laughs> Personal bodyguard. Bodyguard. Yeah, I got my own samurai. Yeah. Uh, I got the look. He's got the sword. Too. <laughs> yes, oh my goodness. <laughs> So, so, no, seriously, it's all about, you know, also staying healthy, you know, take care of yourself and your family. It's a lot. You got family? I do. See? I, yeah. Everybody got family. We just Everybody got a new one. has a family. You got a new family? Well, I got a new dog. Yeah. A little wiener dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, she's at home. She's a, it's a puppy. I'm like, oh, man. Our, our 19-year-old just got out of the house wife wants to start all over. Yeah. That's love. I, I guess, love. yeah. <laughs> it is. It is love. This one's actually excited to see me. Feel free to, I mean, we'll get ready to be, uh, to start it up. We're going to fall in love with that too. It's happening in my house right now. Your dog? She loves me. Oh, my. Oh, my. She loves me too. She loves me too. She loves me too. 
<laughs> Nikki, can I get a little political? Just a little bit. You don't have to answer, okay? Ready? So I grew up, like, in a similar area to you. You know, I grew up in northern New Jersey, right across the bridge from, you know, Manhattan. And you grew up uh, in the Bronx, right? In the Bronx, yeah. And so, um, have you ever been pulled over because you're black? No. I wear glasses. Then I'm pulled over. <laughs> See, this is what I mean. This is what I, I mean. We need comedians back very, to talk about the issues in this way. Yeah. yeah. And I See, this is what I'm talking about. We need Nikki uh, back. We need David well, back smile. on the stage. Well, I'm singing this song in that section. Yes. I kill police. <laughs> <laughs> With kindness. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> But I'm Last talking time about. I got pulled over. <laughs> oh, yes, baby. Of course, darling. You're so nice to you. Still got a ticket, but I made him feel good. See, that's what I'm talking about, everyone. This is how things should be discussed. <laughs> and and David, have you ever been pulled over? Uh, like when now? you first moved? Yeah, when you first moved to the U.S. Yeah, have you been pulled over because? Uh, you know, you're brown. When I first moved to the U.S. from the country of Hawaii. Uh-huh. Um, the country. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I was pulled over, actually. I was pulled over because, um, I was pulled over because of my, 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 I don't know, for whatever reason. So Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, I, I guess because my license plate had a little bit of a tint on the rear end and they pulled me over. And they and then they went further and asked, "Do you have any, anything in your car?" I'm like, yeah, I have things in my car. Me, my license and registration, my backpack. What do you want to know? I don't have drugs. I don't have a gun. I have nothing. And um, and and there was a uh, there was a Mexican cop with, with a white cop, and and for some reason the Mexican cop was like, "Sorry, man, I'm so sorry." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, all right, cool." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. The Mexican cop felt bad mm-hmm. that I got pulled over. I didn't get pulled over for being black, but I got pulled over for speeding. Mm-hmm. And he asked me for my registration, and I had no idea what a registration looked like in the Bible. Were you black? I, I asked him, I said, what does it look like? <laughs> 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 he described it to me. I could not find it to save my life. And then after he left, I found it, and I took care of it. It was nothing but that. It was hilarious. But every other state I lived in, on the registration, it says, here's the registration. Nevada doesn't. It doesn't say that anywhere. So Interesting. Yeah. How was I supposed to know that that was the registration? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. With a sticker on it? Yeah. <laughs> he told me, he said it has big letters and it has a sticker, but nowhere on there. And after I found it, I was like, man, I wish you could say something showing that it doesn't say nowhere on there. Here's the registration. And he gave you a ticket? I did get a ticket, but I took care of it because mm-hmm. I found a registration at this time. Oh, so he gave you a ticket for not having your registration? He gave me a ticket for that too. And speeding? And he gave me a ticket because <laughs> there was no cover, there was a cover over the license plate. Now, in my defense, I'm from Mass, and my plates, I changed them from Massachusetts plates, right? When I got the new plates in the DMV, I went to Walmart, got the plates, I told the guy, I need to come outside, help me get this plate off so I can put this on. And I showed him what I had to put on. He could have told me right then and there, don't put the plastic part on, just put the plate on. Right? Yep. He could have told me that. Yep. Well, he did. <laughs> so I took it off, and then uh, I had to have them sign off that I took it off. They did. I got my money back. Good. But the oh, speed wow. ticket. 
How, how, how speeding were you? Just 50 and a 35. But there was a lot going on, and then someone was behind me, and I found out later it was the cop. <laughs> he said, like, why did Steve want to break me? I got pulled over for being Filipino and being what? drunk at the same time. Okay. So yeah. I think it was more being drunk. Yeah. But, but um, actually, Dylan has been on the other side of that. Yes, so Dylan, Dylan has been in law enforcement. So I don't know. We, 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 never, we never actually talked about this. No, Dylan. we have. All right, so I don't know if what's this your is politically correct to do that, but I spent 22 years as a reserve deputy and um, pulled over quite a few cars, heard a lot of good stories. I never heard one about, I don't know what the registration looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard that before. I know why. That's good. That would have, for me, that would have been, okay, all right, you have a nice day. <laughs> I have every single piece of paper in my life. And the glasses thing, the glasses thing is sexy. That looks, it means that, to me, it looks like you're very intelligent, very studious. You know, she knows what she's doing. Leave her alone, right? Yeah. Now, somebody like David. Wow. You know, I'm, I don't yeah. know. With the samurai look over here, you know, he's you got know. swords in the back seat. Like, what the heck? I do. You know? And the dead body, is a dead body back there, too. Like, what the hell? I think the call to you know? dispatch would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what is that? I, I think I think the call to dispatch would be something about I, this guy is Filipino pretending to be Mexican. <laughs> that would be the call. <laughs> when when they ask you if you, if you pull up, pull someone over, I was like, wait a minute, this guy works for NASA. Yeah, I did. Who is he pulling over? Working for NASA. Pretty fast. Yeah. What galaxy? <laughs> what in? galaxy? Yeah. <laughs> You know, you were speeding, you were doing 24,000 miles an hour there. <laughs> Speaking of that, I wanted to, that just reminded me of, of Elon Musk. He launched his Tesla into yeah. space. Do you know that story? Yeah. I think we talked about it before. I don't know if on the last podcast. To me, you know, retiring from NASA, that was my full-time job. Being a, a reserve deputy was just kind of like uh, filling the gaps. But I thought that was the coolest thing ever when Elon Musk launched his uh, Tesla into outer space. It, um, do, do you know the story? I... So he's got this shiny red, his very own Tesla convertible, <laughs> and he put a mannequin in it with a spacesuit on, and the mannequin is waving. And so they launched it, and they released it, and it's, it's, it's orbiting, it's already done one orbit, almost a complete orbit around the sun. And it'll be coming by, we'll be able to see it with the naked eye, it'll be doing 34,000 miles an hour as it travels through the sky. So I'm kind of thinking... In about a million years, when some alien race finds this, that some kid is going to go, oh, that's a 1995 Tesla. <laughs> I heard about those. <laughs> so when he first launched it, they had uh, video cameras on it. And uh, you, could see, you could see it as it was traveling through space. And I, I think that is such a cool thing. I wish I, I would have thought that up. But yeah, so. Yeah. Stay out of the sky. Stay out of the sky. <laughs> no, that's that's our future. Our future is space. Oh, no, then Marshall's gonna be mad at us. What if and the UFOs? Unless the world will be united. I'm worried. <laughs> yeah, about yeah, yeah. Because they're trying to live. Because <laughs> they're trying to survive. Everybody just shh. Right. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not so worried about the Martians or the Jupiterians. I'm worried about the Uranuses. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, what are they going to think? <laughs> right? 
Maybe we're smarter than the Martians. Maybe we're like the advanced civilization. I don't know. I think I they're smarter than yeah, I don't think Yeah, I think we're the dumbest. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> we're the dumbest creatures in the universe. Well, like, I have a theory about that. After working for NASA for so many years, I came okay. up with this theory. You want to hear it? Well, okay. What's of, the theory on that? Why the aliens haven't contacted us? Why? It comes down to one thing: because we don't wear our clothes correctly. Why? We wear our pants down around our butts. We wear oh. our hats backwards. Now think about this. <laughs> if you were an advanced civilization and you came here and saw that, would you want us to be in your club? <laughs> no. So I don't think they're going to make contact with us until we learn how to dress correctly. Well, they could at least contact the gays. Because <laughs> <laughs> they know how to dress. <laughs> <laughs> and we're a good time. <laughs> would you rather be gay? I'm Oh, I'll have, have to think about that. <laughs> Dylan, NASA, did you uh, ever like find some like secret documents that say that there are like aliens and UFOs and stuff like that? Didn't you get through? Did you get some access to that stuff? Um, Wait till I leave to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's watching this. We're just pressing all of Nikki's buttons. Oh. <laughs> well, let me, let me. We don't know who's watching. Let me, yeah, we don't know who's watching. <laughs> let me answer that with this. So in all the years I worked at NASA, I learned that, you, that nobody ever admits if there's really aliens or not. But they will tell you that one out of four people don't come from Earth. So if you're with four people, you look around. Uh -huh. And I mean, I know I'm not. And I'm certain no, Isaac isn't. I'm pretty sure that David isn't. So that leaves Nikki. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. What One out I, of four. I'm, what, so what am I? I'm from Earth. Well, no. Maybe not. You're from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. No, Bronx. Oh, no. The Bronx. The Bronx. The Bronx. <laughs> So, yeah, so look around all your friends, and if you're with four people, one of you ain't from around hey, here. Did they really say that? Like, one, one out of four might yeah. be like... Yeah, at the Alien Museum in uh -huh. Roswell, New Mexico, there's a, there's a diorama, and there's this little alien guy, and then there's a big old long story, and it says, uh, one out of four people is an alien. Uh -huh. So... Well, I'm I was born with six fingers on each Is that for real? Yeah. Are you for real? Yeah. That's what it says? That's what it says. So, you know what we did? <laughs> I took my two sons, my wife and I took my two sons there, and they were pretty young. So my youngest son, Jeff, was probably five, maybe four. And so on the ride home, we were talking about that. And I, I say, hey, remember that sign that said that one out of every four people is an alien? Yeah. Well, I know I'm not, and I know your mom's not, and I know your older brother isn't, so that leaves you. So for the next couple of years, he was perplexed. Am I an alien <laughs> or not? <laughs> I know. And this very, he hates awful, my guts awful. to this very day. <laughs> yes. Oh. So wait, wait, you really had six fingers on each hand? Yeah, two fingers. Nice. Really? So what did you do? What do you mean, what did I do? I was a baby. I didn't do anything. They took it off. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you keep it? No, I didn't keep it. And then what with it? I don't know. Give it to people who are missing <laughs> a finger. Give it to people who are missing a pinky. There are pinkyless people out there, and you just threw away your pinkies. <laughs> you could have you you monopolized. Pinkies. What the heck is that? I don't know, right? Pinky. You could have monopolized on that. Let me give you the finger, literally. <laughs> My dad, too. Yeah. Really? With a, with a, yeah. He had an extra pinky too. Yeah. Wow. On my first born. Really? Wow. It's genetic. It's genetic. Cool. Yeah. your first born to keep this pinky? I don't to keep no pinky, man. <laughs> Is it genetic or alien? <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm going crazy because my lady just kept my teeth. I got two teeth pulled. She kept them. Okay. Cool. They were like, you can keep the teeth. And I'm busy saying, why would I want it? And she goes, yeah, we'll take them. So now I have two teeth. I'm going to really crazy. Wow. <laughs> For a memory. Of well. he ripped my tooth out of my scalp. You yeah. like, get money for it? For the, for the tooth? Yeah. I should try to sell it on eBay. Put it under the pillow. <laughs> tooth fairy. Yeah. The tooth fairy? Yeah. yeah, put it under the pillow, see what you get. I still owe the tooth fairy. <laughs> 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 you borrow money from the tooth fairy? <laughs> I still owe the tooth fairy $25. <laughs> yeah. Plus interest. With interest. My tooth hasn't come out yet. Did you hook me up with some money under my pillow? But, you know. oh. Yeah, don't <laughs> So, oh, so I had a great time raising my two boys, and every time you mention something, I think of something that happened. So my oldest lost a tooth, and every time they both of them lose a tooth, they put it under the pillow, and the tooth fairy would come. Well, one time, we went, and under the pillow, we, we found a tooth, and so we put like a $5 bill underneath there, and then I'm looking at this thing, and it wasn't a tooth. It was a piece of the white pea gravel rock. <laughs> so the next night, we wrote a note, put it under his pillow, said, I'm the tooth fairy, and I'm really pissed off. Give me my money back. <laughs> so he did. It was absolutely hilarious. You know, I do everything I can. I have a six-year-old son. I do everything I can to keep that the fantasy of, like, Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy alive in his mind, right? But then, like, you know, he'll go to school, and, like, one of his classmates will be like, you know, Santa Claus isn't real. <laughs> or, like, or like he'll, he'll talk to his mom. He'll talk to his mom and say, you know, the Tooth Fairy is... Your dad and me, right? Like, <laughs> what? Like, why would you do that to the kid? You know, they're and not so, real. <laughs> why would you do that to the kid? Uh, how, wait, let's go back to that. So, how do you wind up owing the tooth fairy twenty-five bucks? <laughs> oh my god! Does she take master charge? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. So, um, actually, I want to talk about where you guys grew up. I mean, what part of the Bronx did you grow up in, Nikki? Uh, the hybrid section, I guess. The hybrid section, yeah. Wherever I've, I've been in the Bronx, I've been to Grand Concourse and the South Bronx, but the hybrid section, what section is that? Well, my mom lived on 170th Street, College Avenue. Okay. Tech High School. My grandmother lived across town on Nelson Avenue. Uh-huh. And so when you were growing up in the Bronx, was uh, I think, what, the arts were always a big part of your life, right? Well, not really. I mean, they were, but, you know, only because my mother was quite artistic. Mm -hmm. So, made clothes, mm -hmm. cook national food, and listen to national music, and mm -hmm. I never saw her not be able to do anything. Did everything, everything. Fix walls, put up walls and shit. I mean, she was. <laughs> <laughs> she could do everything. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And no, but your dad plays the drums My too. So you're, you're, you're in, in a family of like. I'm like six years old. Yeah, you're destined to be an entertainer. Yeah. My daughter, not my daughter, is the one, not the visa. That's my daughter. Uh huh. It's really doing her thing. She's a good singer. She's a great singer, right? That's what I've been doing also. There. Hey, say your daughter's name again to everybody. Her name is Mal Devisa, M-A-L-D-E-V-I-S-A. She has a new album out right now called Vicious Non-Believer. Get it. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> but yeah, that's what I learned to do. I've been making graphic videos, so all the videos I've been, that you see on my on my Instagram and Facebook, I've been making for her, and we're getting really good. <laughs> <laughs> see, there's something positive that came out yeah, of COVID. Yeah, yeah, really yeah, yeah. A little coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, David? Yeah, you grew up in Hawaii. What part of Hawaii? I grew up in uh, Ever Beach, Hawaii. That's uh, the west mm-hmm. side of the island of Oahu. Uh huh. And um. It was hot. It was, yeah. hot. <laughs> was was um was comedy a big part of your life growing up or comedy was never a thing I ever thought I would ever do. I I I, I didn't even find any interest in it when I was a kid or anything, but uh like everything I would do, like like graphic design, video production, photography, all that stuff. All those things I did is because I asked myself, I wonder if I could do it. So I did it, and then I was like, oh shit, I guess I can, I can do it, and then I went to an open mic, and I, I saw somebody uh, go on stage, and he bombed, I was like, I wonder if I can do that, and the next week, I went on stage, and I bombed, so, <laughs> but, um, yeah. <laughs> was your, was, well, how, what was your first time on stage like, maybe? Oh, I called the New York Comedy Club, and I said I wanted to try comedy, and mm-hmm. And I did, and I said, if it's good, okay, and if it isn't, at least I tried. And I got a standing ovation, and that was that. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. First time in front of a black audience, I ate it bad. I was intimidated. I loved it. There were stars from TV everywhere, and I, and I lost it. So. But then after that, I was like, I just. Wait, what TV, what TV show? It wasn't a TV show, oh, okay. it was a club. I was it was a club. club. So which one was the peppermint lounge? Yeah. And I, you, you heard of it? Yeah. Of and course. I looked around yeah. and I felt the whole thing. Yeah. 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 TV. It was uh-huh. crazy. And and I. Yeah. But then after that, I decided I don't care who's in the audience. Yeah, you gotta just let it out. Yeah. Let it rip. Yeah. And I didn't do horrible. Mm-hmm. You know, I just yeah. left it like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What'd you talk about? Well, I always talk about what I know best. My life. Yeah. Yeah. My life, my outlook on it. Nice. It's like about politics and all that stuff. <laughs> if, um, I don't like to divide anybody. I like yeah. everybody to be able to. Good night, right? Yeah. And then, and then religious jokes are usually sad. All the bad news that goes on. The only church that doesn't have bad news is the kingdom of God. You know why? Too many witnesses. You can't get away with so speaking of which, um, what kind of, because uh, I guess part of what comedians do is they make people laugh and they uh, give a message to their audience sometimes. Like if, if you had to give a message to the audience uh, tonight, what would you, what would it if be? If I had to give a yeah. message to the audience? Yeah, what would it be? What do you want to tell them? I don't know. <laughs> don't watch the news. Don't watch the news. Don't watch the news. <laughs> don't watch the news tonight. Take a break from the news. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, David. How about you, David? Um, what, do, what do you want to tell him? I, if, if, uh, I, I would just tell him if there's something you've ever wanted to do or never thought you could do, just do it. Just, just, just do it and see now what happens. Time. Yeah. Everybody is a star right now. And David, David's a samurai now. <laughs> <laughs> Full fledged. Full fledged. 
four sword samurai. Yeah. Go ninja. Go ninja. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Dylan? If I could give a message to the audience for tonight, it would be one of my favorite sayings. is if you can't laugh at yourself, laugh at everyone else. That's, uh-huh. that's how you do it, I guess. Yeah. Well, how about you? I don't know. I just thought I'd ask everybody the question. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, I guess if I have a message at this time, I'd say, uh, you know, I, I'd say everyone has their own opinion. You know, form your own. And then just live... Live by it. You know, don't, don't be ashamed of it or anything. Just, nope. you know, if that's what you think, that's what you think. That, I mean, that's, that's, that's how we comedians communicate. We, that's right. We talk about what we think, you know. So that's just it. stick yeah, by, and, and, and stick don't by get your opinion. Mad if, if they don't share your opinion, you know? Because right. yeah. that's what's going on in the world. You, yep. If someone has an opinion, the other person disagrees, like, well, you're, 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 you're whatever, you know? You can have your opinion, just keep it to yourself. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, um, so when I was a when I was a student in law school, they were picking people to be part of um, to be part of the mock mock trial group. Right? You, you know, you pretend you're lawyers, you know, in front of a judge or whatever. And so the one kid that everybody liked, like, because they would pick a subject that was like at the time it was about terrorism, right? They'd pick a subject that everybody was passionate about, so everybody would like argue their case and everything, and just be passionate about it. This one kid, he didn't care either way. Like he never showed any. He was just neutral. He never showed any emotion. But he he did have his own opinions outside of the court. But like he would never show favoritism either way, and so like they they would pick him as like as like the best, you know, order or the best, you know, lawyer. So, yeah. Was it like yeah, that? It did, like, so I try to think about that. So I try to think about it. I'm like, yeah, I have my own opinion, but hey, they, they think that way. Cool. That I'm not going to be offended. Story and we, I'm sorry. What? I got, we made this point and it was perfect. <laughs> 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 She's waiting for a punch. She's waiting for a punchline. Like, what is the punchline? <laughs> Punchline. There's no punchline. <laughs> yeah, that guy. That guy today is probably a comedian. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Now I got to quarantine for 14 days. No, only seven days. The show's next week. Yeah. Uh, so we want to thank both yeah, of you absolutely. Uh, for, for being me. in our podcast. I can't I mean, wait to see what this is going to look like. Where is it going yeah. to give an address and stuff? Please come. Please, yeah. <laughs> so this is, uh, it's gonna, the show is going to be at Freshwater Studios. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 8 o'clock p.m., 10 o'clock p.m. You could go there, you know, you could show up and sit in the front row or you could bring your own cars. Okay, so you bring cars, there's going to be a food truck there, there's going to be drinks, you know, beer, wine, alcohol, regular drinks, uh, non-alcoholic drinks, and um, really, really terrific comedians uh, are going to be performing there, Nikki Carr is one of them, and so uh, we hope you can make it, you can find out more about it on TickleMeComedy.com. So what's the thing about the video, listening on your video in your car? Oh yeah, so, so... You know, we're going to have great speakers and everything, so you, you could roll your cars down, you could turn your car around and sit in the back seat, uh, sit in the back seat facing out, or you could keep the AC on and, you know, turn on the FM station and listen to the comedy uh, while you're watching. Bam! 
bam, bam. frequency bam. module. It's a drive-in right. comedy drive -in. show. That's what we're doing in Vegas next week. What? Bam. Who does that? Who does that? MGM's not doing it. Nope. Caesars ain't doing it. They got 20 casinos. Guess who's doing it? Tickle Me Comedy Club. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like yep. it. All right. So, I'm Isaac Israel. And I'm Dylan Dillagaff. Nikki Carr, David Lee. Thank you all for uh, tuning in.